Finally finished it. I like, did. I've been waiting weeks. I finally finished season two of Orange Is the New Black. I heard some people hating on it, man. I loved it. Well, you know, you know what it is. People, I think, because it is good, mm-hmm. uh, because it is fun, because the characters are really good, well acted, well written. People need to find reasons to not like it to sell for this like sadistic hipster brain yeah. that uh, encompasses a lot of people we know in Los Angeles. So it's like, well, that's not really how prison works. Uh, here's ten. 10 things from an actual inmate who will, t- you know, like this Facebook thing going it's around. It's weird because, uh, oh, proving how dumb it is. Consulting producer on the show, you know, is the actual Piper. The actual Piper, yeah, who actually did it. As re- and let's face it, at a certain point, as the show is going to start, you know, going away from her life and into maybe a little crazy. It's town. not a docudrama about jail. No, it's a fun little comedy show, a kind of dark comedy show about a female prison. Mm-hmm. Why, do, why do people have to hate things that are good? It's like when The Departed came out in one best picture, deservedly, people were just like, well, here's the reasons why it's not that good a movie. No, it's actually kind of a great movie. <laughs> why, do, why does something good have to have that like hipster uh, I've backlash? Heard you, yeah, you always, I've, I've heard you make that same argument before, right? I'm glad, because you said the same thing about Titanic. Like, why does everyone hate it? You love it. I've never seen Titanic. What are you talking about? Oh, how dare you? Okay, Ray. It's a movie for fourteen-year-old girls. All right, that I hear is very good and very mm-hmm. poignant and powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's directed by the guy who did Terminator, James Cameron. Yeah, you said you loved it. I've never seen it. How could I have possibly said that? So why are you saying that? That you loved Titanic? Gracious. <laughs> I've not actually seen that. But Orange is the New Black had a lot of very good moments in it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun times. Uh, new characters that were all good. I don't want to spoil anything. Should we worry about spoiling things? Not really. I mean, it's been out for like two months now. I guess you've had your opportunity at this point. Uh, listen, if you, uh, I'm probably not going to spoil anything, but if I do, that's on you. Get caught up and then, and then listen to the rest of this episode. Yeah. Or do what you're actually going to do and then <clears throat> skip ahead to the part with Riley. Yeah. I might do that. Just saying. I might just check out mentally here until we have Riley in the studio. Oh, okay. To be fair, you check out mentally every week. I don't understand what the difference would be. I'm sorry, what? My goodness. Well, anyway, you thankfully have tuned in to episode 53 of Raisin Riley. God dang oh, it. See, I got Riley on the mind already. Yeah, as do I, but I can at least say the name of the show. Okay, fine. Let's do try it. that again. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Welcome back to episode 53 of Raisin Riley. God dang it. This no, isn't. I'm going to do it this time. For real? Yeah. You're not going to lose see the football on me? Hmm? No. This is you. Of course you will. Okay, fine. Let's do it this time, Ray. Come on. For real? Yes. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming on. Joining us here on episode 53 of Riley Smith. Smith. I'm not going to. How did I not? I knew you were going to, and I did it anyway in Sorry, good faith. Sorry, I got in the Riley Smith mood. You know. You haven't met him yet, dude. He's very charming. You've said lots of good things about him. I mean, All right, let's intro the show for real, though. Welcome back to episode 53 of Raisin Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And we're going to talk some sports. We're going to talk some pop culture. We're going to talk some True Blood for show. True Blood. Yeah, we have. Well, why don't you go ahead and True tell Blood, us. The last season of True Blood, Ray. It started. Since I haven't met him yet, and he's your homeboy, why don't you go ahead and explain uh, who's in studio today? One of the new hot vampires on True Blood. Well, I do like hot vampires. Riley Smith. Riley Smith, also star of. 
Not another teen movie. I remember him from that. Yeah, and uh, the HOA, the show you're doing. Oh, that's right. He's that's how we the got HOA. him in the first place here. Holy smokes. So we're probably going to talk a little bit of True Blood later, mm-hmm. a little bit of HOA later, and we're yeah. going to talk about Riley and what gets his sports heart a ticking. Yeah, he's a Midwest guy, so we'll, you know, we'll go over that so you later. You said he's from Iowa. He is. Which doesn't necessarily have any pro teams, so I'm assuming he's more of a college guy. What about the Iowa Barnstormers? Excuse me, Kurt Warner Kurt would Warner. slap me in the face for not mentioning the Iowa Barnstormers team. Gracious me. So yeah, we got a lot of good stuff going mm-hmm. on with this show. Yep. It's gonna be fun. Really? Fun. We're just we're just biding our time till Riley shows up. Yep. And you're still listening. Yeah. If you are still listening right now, let me just say thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, since I gave them permission to go ahead and fast forward, I assume that, you know, these people have in fact fast forwarded. You know, yeah, let's just well, talk about whatever we want to. Well, we, we could really like crash the show hideously right now and nobody's and gonna nobody's know. Nobody's listening. Can you check this out? I've got this thing. On my chest. Look at that. Does that look infected? It looks green. Well, is that infected, though? Yes. Or am I, like, turning into some kind of alien? Like, is it a superpower about to happen, or am I infected? Or is it gangrene? Is that is that a thing? Gangrene? Brent, you can go ahead and just drop the... G- Brent is playing the Martian Manhunter in the new Justice League movie. I, can, I think we can go ahead and break that here. Yeah. On Raisin Brent. On Raisin Brent. No, literally, we could talk about like like somebody who skipped ahead in the show, and they'll be just like, "Hey, did you listen to that Raisin Brent episode? Oh yeah, Riley Smith is on it. It was really great. Talk about True Blood and 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 all the other stuff he's doing in his sports teams. That was really cool. That's the show where Ray and Brent admit to eating babies. What are you doing? How could you possibly listen to that on the air? See, we can say that right now because no one's listening. No one's listening. So uh, yes, officially, it's time we come clean. Brent and I love to eat babies. They're delicious. Put a little ketchup on there. Nice and fatty. Put them in a bun, mm-hmm. a big bun. Yep. And then we eat the babies. Yep. And you'll never know. No one will Be- ever hear this. Because you'll skip ahead. Yep. So that's on you, everybody. But we are. We are going to talk a little baseball because this is an official Raisin Brent show. We got to talk a little bit of the aftermath of Royals Tigers. I know you're excited to talk about that, Brent. Hmm. And then okay. we're going to have a nice, detailed, long, fun conversation with True Blood's own. Riley, Riley Smith. Smith. Yeah. So uh, you want to just get to it? Let's do it. Let's do it. So let's go ahead and get to a little bit of baseball first after three seconds of Vampire Weekend. We know the fireways, some believers, all of the sinners are saying. My goodness, and here we are deep mm-hmm. into the Major League Baseball season. We're getting pretty close to the halfway point, and I just want to say, Brent, yeah. congratulations <laughs> to your Kansas City Royals. <laughs> Shut up, Ray. For ta- you know what? You guys really did a good job taking three out of four from the Tigers, mm-hmm. taking a game and a half lead in the division. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow, I can only assume as of this recording, you must still be in first place, right? That's incorrect, Ray. Oh, well, I assume by like, you know, at least uh, maybe like a half game, like you're down then. No. No, we're full two games back. You know this, Ray. I do know this. <laughs> Holy cr- So wait a minute. What I hear you, you saying You know what, Ray? Is- Here's the deal. We're up one and a half games, and then four days later, we're two and a half You're games. You're two and a half down. It's like, I'm glad we didn't play double headers all those games, because <laughs> I guess we would have just lost all those games, too. Well, I mean, to be fair, you were probably playing against a really, really strong team. Uh, you know, probably a first-place caliber Seattle team. That Seattle you... does have the lowest ERA in the American League. Oh, I'll well, give them that. Well, they get to play the Royals. Of course they have a lower ERA than everybody wow. else. Wow. I'm yeah, you know what's the worst is about it. the Royals when they lost their four in rows? They lost three of those games, two to one. Two to one. Stop me if you've heard this before. Brent. Yeah. The Royals lost today Thank two you. to one. Jeez, Jeez. Louise. On the plus side, though, the Tigers, and, and a lot of my uh, Ohio-based friends, 
uh, made fun of me. They were very angry at me for saying, well, thank God, after that Royal Series, the Tigers get to play a minor league caliber team this weekend and get all those games back again. And I go, oh, Detroit's spiraling. Yeah, that's the thing, Ray, you're not going to get to play Cleveland every game. Yeah, we get to play Cleveland and swept. Thank you very much. Yeah, but at least it was at Detroit. Oh, on the road. No, it was not. They were at the Mistake by the Lake. Ooh, They, They tried to rename it the Jake by the Lake. But it's still a mistake. But that didn't work. Yeah, but that was a mistake, too. Yeah. <laughs> Gracious me. So, yeah, so the Tigers are back in their rightful spot. Two games in first place as of this, uh, this you know, recording I'm okay, game. I'm okay just hanging with the Peloton, Ray, and just, like, it drafting past you at the last moment. Mm, interesting. I just think you're happy. Because we both love NASCAR! You're happy if it, you just stay within that six-game barrier based on our uh, That will also year. be great. Yeah. Here's the deal. As long as we get in that wild card like I predicted, I'll be happy. And as a secondary goal, stay within that six games. <laughs> to be fair, in order to make the wild card, I have a good feeling you're going to have to stay within those six games. I think so too. Yeah. To be fair, so what? What happened? What happened to the Royals? Like, was it just was it just mojo energy? Like they really played up for the Tigers, and then as soon as that series is over, the emotion was gone. Honestly, walk me through the mind here. Here's what happened, Ray. And if you watch the D- Detroit Kansas City series, and I tried to watch it as little as Kansas possible, Kansas City played really well. Yee. They get they played really well, but they also got every single hop. Like, there was a play where the Royals, it was that one close game they had. The Royals uh, hit a ground ball up the middle, and it's going to be a double play, except it hits the base and then deflects into right field and scores a run. And then the next inning, Victor Martinez hits one down the line, a little bunt. Uh, no, not a bunt, but just uh, kind of a little tailing half swing. tailing ground ball, and it misses third base by, like, half an inch. That's just It was just a game of inches. And the, so the exact same thing was happening to the Royals, except they were all close games, so then they just... Ended up losing all the you know, they lost three two to one and they lost the other game where they were down five zero, come back and tie it, and then also lost. So it's like four competitive games, they you know, they obviously you score one run, you're not usually gonna win that game. Not 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 a whole lot of not a whole lot of times. Out of a hundred, I would say Kershaw pitching and he's throwing no hitters like he did last week. Well, if you score one run, I would say that your odds of winning are definitely less than 100%. I remember you were making fun of me after they they lost the four games in a row, and then I said, well, at least the Royals have uh, Granky and Kershaw the next two games. Oh. oh. But then we whooped up on Granky, right? Well, I got to figure, you know, he probably had some, like, uh, some personal hang-ups about it. Maybe he had some anxiety hey, uh, from having to play the Royals again because he remembers his anxiety of his he's time already, playing he's already, there. He's already played them twice, and I don't think they, this is the first time they beat him. But here's what's funny. They interviewed Granky after the game, and they said uh, they said something about, like, so how do you feel about the Royals booing you? And he's like, cool. Like, <laughs> and he's, he's very honest to you. He said... He's honest to a fault. He said, "He said, hey, you know, I was pretty terrible the last month I was there, so I guess I deserve it." Well, he he is. Ter- I mean, he is also get one got in trouble for saying like none of us really want to go to Australia yeah, yeah. when they were doing a Goodwill Games type. So he was very mission. He's very pragmatic. He was like, "Yeah, well, you know, I was terrible." He was talking a little bit trash about about uh, Kansas City when he left. So he's like, "I guess they have the right to do that." And he said, "It's funny because the first two games I beat them." They cheered me, and then this time they were beating me, and they booed me when I left the field. Well, catching Kershaw the week after a no-hitter is maybe not the most fortuitous. I guess better to catch him the week after the yeah. no-hitter than catch him on the no-hitter. I mean, he can't possibly be as good as he was last week, right? 
Although he is Clayton, Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, he's pretty. Yeah. He's pretty darn good. Well, on the plus side, I mean, for for your Detroit Tigers, uh, we get we get to go to Texas. We get to play the spiraling out of control Texas Rangers. Woo. We get to play the not Ray, particularly good Houston Astros. You said they were going to win the wild card, the well, Rangers. I say a lot of crazy things. Uh, I was actually speaking to the Granger Tractor Catalog. Oh, I the think Granger. They're, they're going to do very it's a quality well. Quality product. Year. They, they sell some good uh, some good uh, footwear. Granger and harvest this tractors. Hey. At least that's what I wish I would have said on the air. Actually, so, they they actually I read an article, Kansas City uh, Star. It says they've been given the go ahead to add, they can add like fifteen million payroll. So, really? So yeah. they're actually going for it this year? I guess so. As opposed to the usual, just trade off the parts. Well, if you think about it, this year, this is the last year they have James Shields under contract. You know, so it's the last year they have James Shields. Probably. Let's just keep it real. Yeah, I mean. I mean, this is you think about James Shields. Yeah, he loves pitching in Kansas City, but he loved pitching in Tampa too. And he's thirty uh, something now, so this is probably going to be his last big contract. You know what else James Shields probably likes though? More money than the Royals will money. give him. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a funny thing because we were talking about. Uh, that's the other thing that somebody reminded me of about Granky. I read it somewhere where uh, Granky had his big free agent tour last time after he left the Angels, and they were like, "Well, so why did you come to the Dodgers? Was it you know because of?" All of your, uh, all of their tradition and stuff. He's like, no, they offered me the most money. <laughs> hey, again, we like folks that keep it real. Truth. So you, you ready to talk to Riley Smith? <laughs> am I? Am I? There's the other question. Am I ever ready to not talk to Riley Smith? Fair enough. So uh, for all the folks out there, let's go ahead and get to Mr. Uh, Riley Smith in studio. After three seconds of Bob Dylan. Hey, hey, Blood in my eyes. All right, we are back on the show. Uh, as always, Raisin Brand episode 53. 53. 53 crazy. already. And, of course, we're now joined in studio by uh, actor, performance man, extraordinaire, vampire. <laughs> True blood. <laughs> True blood. Riley Smith is here with us. Thanks Say hello. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Thank you. Yeah. This is my first podcast ever. Is that right? I that, think wow. so. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> well, we have... Well, it's, we don't usually do our podcast at 3 a.m., but since you're a vampire, we so, had to, you yeah, know. Yeah, this is like I'm coming in on your 53rd episode. That's right. Uh, I don't know where I was the other 52, but... Well, the cool thing about our show is that while we've done 53 episodes, we have about 53 listeners, so we figure <laughs> each one we add one more, so by All the right. time we get to episode 100,000, we're right. going to be like top of the charts. Good. It's going to be fantastic. told me we had 10,000 listeners, oh, right? shoot, sorry. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll at least get us two more. My, mo- my mother nice. and my sister. Well, then everybody wins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're one ahead of the curve, Brent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we did it. Um, cool. Now, you are from Iowa. Yes, I am. Proudly. Iowa. Proud Iowa and, and citizen. And we have all Midwest guys here. I just, I know. Nebraska, yeah. Michigan. That's and you, right. are, you and I are border rivals. That's right. You know, we play our, our games against each other every, the day after Thanksgiving now. And I told you that I went to the first one, which was in Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, the first time Iowa went to Nebraska, I flew back. All my friends that are now dispersed all over the United States, we all met in, in uh, Omaha and then went over to Lincoln. And uh, it was quite the experience. We got our, our butts kicked by you yeah. guys. And um, I drank a lot of alcohol that weekend. So, you know, it kind of suppressed my anger. So the question is, are you sure that they beat you? Yeah. I mean, it could just be a hazy memory at this point. That's what the Internet says. I'd like to think we won. (laughs) Would would you agree that Nebraska fans are true fans, unlike Wolverine fans? Wow. I've never been been to the big house or Michigan. I would love to go to the big house. Uh, Yeah, I've heard it's amazing. Um, Uh, My dad has season tickets to uh, the big house, I can say right now, officially. 
it is amazing. Yeah. It is a great experience. But I will say the Nebraska fans were really, really nice. They were really cool. They, they, they weren't rude or jerks to us um, like some of the places I've been. Uh, a funny story about Michigan and rude fans. So I was in New, York, I was in New York um, shooting a movie, and Iowa was playing Michigan. This was in like 2004 when we were both very good. Beautiful. And uh, I, want, I was watching the first half of the game in my hotel room, and it was getting really good. I wanted to go to a bar and watch it, so I asked the concierge where to send me. They sent me to the Park Avenue Country Club, which turns out is a Michigan alumni bar. Oh, jeez. Didn't know that until I walked in <laughs> alone with Iowa gear on. And uh, the girls were worse than the guys. The girls were, like, chucking beers at me. What? Yeah, throwing stuff on me, screaming, cursing me out. So I had this. That sounds uh, like Ray's whole dating history in, when he in, in Michigan. No, that's Michigan that's girls. when they like me. That's what they do. <laughs> but you have to figure. I mean, you figure maybe they weren't the alumni. <laughs> I don't know, man. But I'm hoping. This, I'm hoping. This, this older couple kind of protected me. I sat with them, and then in the very end, we won. And the, the, the older man turned to me and said, look, I can't help you out anymore. You just got to run. <laughs> and I, I sprinted out of there while beer's being chucked at me. I mean, I walked out. I was wow. so dead, but we won. So I'll take that. Well, you know, you said it was in New York, though, right? Yeah. Well, maybe that New York effect can be on anybody. You right. know, even great Michigan fans can go to New York and get angry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping. It was a good game, though. It was fun. But, you know, and then on the flip side in, in, in Lincoln, um, they were super nice. I ended up making friends with the players on the Nebraska team. They were a, a fan of one of my films, which was really odd. Nice. And I'm in all Iowa stuff, and they start talking to me. Next thing you know, we're, we're Twitter friends, and the rest is history. I'm, I'm now kind of a little partial to Nebraska when they're not playing Iowa. That's right. Man, I'm going to love having Riley on the podcast from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Riley's and Brent. Riley Sports and Brent. Podcast. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and see my way out. That's true. I have a friend that went to, that went to Missouri. <laughs> And he told me that Nebraska fans were so nice, but that he hated it because you would go up there, and this was back in like the championship years, like 94 through 97, right? And he said he went in there, and when they lost to Nebraska, the fans were like, hey, man, good game, good game, good try, guy. And he was like, shut up! I know you don't mean it, but he's like, I think they actually did mean it. They're so nice, it's yeah. like disrespectful. See, this is the problem because the only Nebraska fans I know are you and friend of the show, Matt Moore. So I just assume that all Nebraska fans are terrible people. <laughs> we're just trolls, all They're of us. They're just trolls 100% of the time. You know what? Next time I'm in here, I'll bring a friend of mine to be on your side. Side. Oh, perfect. Uh, he's uh, he's a Michigan diehard, like I am Iowa. His name's Mikey Raymond James. You might know him from, uh, he played Renee on True Blood, and he um, now is on Once Upon a Time. Oh, cool, okay. Um, successful, great guy. I love that dude. He was yeah. on that show, uh, I think he was on the show he, he's Thief. A, yeah, he's a great, uh, no, he was on the show where it was about the, it was on um, FX, and it was like two buddies, and they were like bumbling detectives or something. Yes, that's the show uh, I'm thinking of, but yeah. I can't think of the name. What I know exactly who you're name? talking about, though. He's great. Uh, yeah, he's a great actor, huge Michigan fan. Well, he beautiful. And I, he and I go back and forth every time we play each other. So I'll, I'll join Brent's side. Yeah, I'll bring him in for you. and, and so, then we'll... so next time we have, like, uh, Iowa, Michigan, or Nebraska, Michigan, yeah. or something like that, we'll just have a co-op podcast. <laughs> yes. We'll yeah. just bring a whole room of people together, and then we'll just shout at each other right. for, like, an hour. We'll have to cover, <laughs> now that I know what it's like, uh, Riley, to, to go to a Michigan game, you know, We'll have to just cover up all the equipment because I know Ray's going to be throwing beers at us right. the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep me away from New York. That's all I'll say. That's right. <laughs> L.A. mellowed me. L.A. LA mellowed it me. It does do that to you, though, doesn't it? Well, yeah. the only rage I feel these days is pretty much towards sports, you know. So, I mean, but being a Lions fan, um, the rage is a plenty uh, <laughs> because it's just a matter of, oh, uh, man, things are going so well. 
Almost. Well, there goes the shoe. Okay, we're just <laughs> waiting for it to drop. Okay. Oh, six and three, first place. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Oh my gosh, we seven and nine, third Almost. place. Oh. <laughs> now, are you are you a big NFL fan or uh, at all? Or because of fantasy football, I am now. Okay. Um, you know, I grew up in Iowa where we didn't have a pro team. The Hawkeyes are a pro team. Uh, so then the next best thing for us was Chicago, and, and in the eighties it was great. Oh sure. Uh, in the last decade, it's been just horrible. Well, you, um, Jay Cutler would ruin that for any franchise. God, I, I cannot stand <laughs> their decision making. Sometime in Chicago, you just I don't get it. Cutler, Cutler to me is an enigma because he he has all the tools. He just cannot put it together. I blame Cutler for everything. I blame him for the hills being canceled. You know? <laughs> Global warming. Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I guess now I'm, I would say I'm a fan of NFL mostly just of my fantasy teams, which gives me a great reason to watch. And oh, I'm, awesome. I'm in so many leagues that I've got so many players that now, I, yeah, I'm watching every game. Pretty much there's every, no matter what's going on TV, any garbage Thursday yeah. night Jacksonville yep. versus Cleveland game, you'll still have I've, a reason to yeah. tune on in. Yep, yep, I'm still watching. So, yeah, now fantasy's changed the game, I think, for a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we play fantasy all the time, and we're part of uh, you know the the Hollywood fantasy league. Uh, that's only Hollywood in name only. Yeah, uh, it's like <laughs> nobody's from California in the yeah, league at all. It's a bunch of my Detroit friends and a bunch of my LA friends who happen to also watch football. Right. Um, I think the most famous people in our league are me and Brent. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, <yeah. laughs> you're 53 followers on your podcast. We're working on it. <laughs> Have you noticed, though, in L.A., it's hard to get friends to watch sports with you? Like, I don't know about you guys. No, it's really hard. I can't, I can't get friends to come watch a game. It's like they, really? they don't care about sports out here. You know what I do? is, And I can, I can vouch for this because there is a point of that that's true. So what I do is I make it about food. Right. Because you, you can't necessarily get them to watch sports, but you can always get people in L.A. to eat. Well, yeah. And <laughs> a lot of my friends, if I, if I get girls involved, then guys will want to come out. Oh, sure. But they don't want to come out unless there's yeah, food or girls involved. There you go. Um, I was just say, hey, I'm making a big batch of blank, and there's a game happening. <laughs> so I get a bunch of non-football people that just That's come what this thing by. says, too. It just says a big batch of blank, and I just show up to see what it's going to be. Oh, I wonder what that blank's going to be. <laughs> Could be chilly this chilly. week. Maybe haggis. haggis. I don't know. I make a mean chili. I'll bring some chili over. Yeah. Oh, love it. Yeah. Love it. We'll have a cook-off. Nice. That's right. We'll have chili a big-time Midwest chili cook-off. I like that. And make it happen. And then we all win. Nice. Yeah. Except for the toilets. And- Except for the they, toilets. They lose. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger plunger. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Let's see. What else? Uh, do any sports topics to really hit? Well, I was just saying when, when I walked in today to Brent, uh, even though there's nothing really going on in sports right now, there's so much going on in sports. I mean, the World Cup's shaping up to be really good. A lot of surprises with the Netherlands, you know, coming out of nowhere. And, That's right. And, and USA's. How about the other group of death? Neither Italy nor England makes it into the uh, knockout so stages. It's, it's That's now insane. It's interesting to watch, right? How about Mexico? Mexico makes it in to the next round, right? They make it to the knockout Easily. round only because. We beat Panama. Oh, that's right. In that last game, if in the last game we played for the World Cup thing, the if we had, if we had let Panama win, uh, Mexico would have been eliminated. But now they're doing really well. Like in, they're in, good in, enough to get a draw with Brazil. Yeah. They're legitimate. Yeah. To they, me. they weren't playing well then. So Mexico, de nada. <laughs> Am I right? I think if they win the World Cup, I, we should get like half of their. <laughs> we get we, we get, get half, half the, the ring. cup. But no, and then we've got, uh, we're just talking about LeBron and, and opening himself up to, to being courted. Um, and we talked was... a little bit last week about like all the possible destination spots and which teams he will absolutely not go to. Uh, which teams does he turn into a contender overnight? Yeah. Um, and we all definitely agreed 
We have no clue. No. Yeah, we talked about this last week on the we podcast. Did. Basically, I said it's much better for storylines if Miami loses. Because yeah. then we have to wonder, oh, man, is LeBron going to leave? Is everybody going to leave? Are they going to blow up that whole team? And officially, he did opt out of his contract. So right. he is now an unrestricted free agent right now. So we were slightly ahead of the curve predicting it. Uh, it was made official today. So uh, Cleveland, here he comes. Yeah, so the did, prodigal son returns. Did you guys hear, the, the, did you hear that press conference with Pat Riley? Uh, no. Okay, so he did this press conference where he basically said, everybody just needs to chill out. That's basically what he said. Everybody, the players, the fans. And it seemed like he was really talking at LeBron saying, like, you know what? And he said, he said, you know, yeah, sure, people could leave now and take the coward's way. <laughs> he said something like that. People in general, not specific. I don't think that's the way to deal with LeBron. You know what, you though? Know? Pat Riley is a guru when it comes to mental game. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. one of the best. So I think that if anybody's going to be able to keep LeBron around, it's going to be Pat Riley. With right. The, you know, I think he can outsmart him. Um, but do you think that's the way to deal with LeBron? I mean, he's real sensitive. I would think you want to sweet talk him. You know, he's the kind of guy you almost need to be, oh, LeBron, oh, coddle him a little bit. Think you know? about it. Cleveland coddled him, and what what did that get him? You know? Well, that was Cleveland. Yeah, and yeah. just Cleveland did the end. South Beach. <laughs> I, you ever yeah. been to South Beach? Yeah. They didn't have <laughs> Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and the promise of titles. I think that uh, unless he he goes back to Cleveland, I still could care less. I, that move that he made the first time just and I loved LeBron. I wanted sure. to, I wanted to see him win at Cleveland, but what he did going to Miami, I think the whole. The whole besides Miami, everyone else in the United States turned against him. You mm-hmm. know, you you don't want to root for people like that. So the only way he's going to win back everyone's uh, you know fan is to to make the right move and go back to Cleveland and try to do it the right way over there. Now we had this idea last week we talked about, which was what if he did a half hour special with Jim Gray, and it comes down to it, and he's got a big <laughs> picture of decision a big again. picture of like decision part two with a big picture of Ohio in the background the whole time with a big star on Akron, <laughs> I'm just like his wife's Twitter feed. And yeah, yeah, and then he doubles down on his villainhood, and he just says, I'm going to take my talents right back down to Miami <laughs> yeah. again. Or even worse, he says, 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 I'm taking my talents to Hollywood, and he joins the Lakers. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Now, now Now the question is, would you get on board then? Now we're in L.A. He comes to L.A. Would you get on board? I would love to go watch LeBron play on a regular basis. I'm a a Laker hater, uh, being a Pistons fan from back when they were like the arch rival in the late 80s, early 90s. And I still have not been able to get myself out of that mold. So I already like root against LeBron. So if he came and joined Kobe in L.A., again, that would double down on me rooting against the Lakers. But what you and I both kind of like the Clippers. So we love the Clippers. Clippers? If you join the Clippers. Oh, now I'm torn. If you join the Clippers, that's (laughs) game over, right? I mean, yeah, that would be a solid team. Shoot. That'd be a solid. Let me tell you a great story. LeBron's uh, rookie year. He was uh, uh, obviously playing with Cleveland, and, and they were in Toronto. And I had just flown in that night to start a job, and I was staying downtown across from where, where the, the, the you know, um, whatever Air Canada Center or whatever they sure. call it there. And so I asked concierge, hey, what do you do in Toronto on a Tuesday night to have fun? And she was like, oh, well, the, uh, the Raptors are playing next door. Oh, who are they playing? Uh, let me look. She looks it up. It's Cleveland. And I was like, oh, yeah, LeBron. And the game had already started. So I run across the street. I've got a stack full of per diem that they had just given me. I'm huh. 24 years old or whatever, so I'm ready to spend it. Heck yeah. And uh, so I go right up to the ticket office. And I'm like, what's the closest seat I can get? And she's like, well, well, we have a court seat. And I was like, well, those are probably way too expensive. She goes, well, the game's already started. I could probably give it to you for 500 I'm like, Canadian? Yeah, I'm in. Jeez. I got a courtside seat for 500 Canadian dollars. I sat there by myself, and the game comes down to the end, and LeBron literally drives. I could touch him. He drives out. <laughs> Pulls up for a fake three, 
skips it across, and the guy hits uh, whoever he passes it to, hits a three to win it. Uh, at the buzzer, right in front of me. Oh my goodness! And that wow. was the best five hundred dollars I think I ever. And, spent. and all that for eight dollars and fifty cents American. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's fantastic deal yeah. right there. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Well, cool. that's pretty crazy. So I got to see LeBron play his rookie year before I hated him, and you know, I've never seen him play live. Have you seen him play live? I've not seen him play live. Um, the last last few games I've been to, like I've not seen a lot of basketball games live. It's been the Clipper games that we've gone to. Uh, where we look to see when is Blake Griffin going to just explode the rim at some point. Yeah, uh, but LeBron obviously wasn't taking part in either of those games. So it's kind of one of my hobbies is I travel a lot for work, and so my 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 hobby when I go away and I'm usually by myself. What can you do in a town for fun? It's I'll go I'll find a sporting event or a concert, and and I got lucky last year. I was in some great towns and saw. I went to a Trailblazers game in Portland. I went to a couple of them, actually. I That's saw, a fun team, man, the Trailblazers. I, they're fun to watch. And the game I watched, it was last year. It was uh, Kobe's uh, – they were playing the Lakers, and then Kobe had an amazing game, uh, like 48 points, and then he hurt himself the next game. Oh, jeez. And that was it. So I saw the last yeah. game he played You got right game. in the window. Yeah, I did. It was a small Because it was only like seven games or something. I remember that like game. That. He was trying to keep up with Damian Lillard, and he was yeah. playing like super – he probably just strained himself up really hard that game. Lillard and then just is like, a beast. He is a beast, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we did the – I did Portland. Um, got to go to Atlanta Braves game, which is a nice stadium. Yeah. Um, and they built that new stadium. It's a new, new, new stadium, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Because yeah. they got rid of Turner Field all of a right sudden. Right off the freeway. Which was brand really new. Nice. Like, not that many years ago. And I don't follow – baseball is hard to follow full-time, like a team like Atlanta, if you're not from Atlanta. Or, yeah. You know. But, um, you know, the thing about baseball live is it doesn't matter. It's more about the environment, the atmosphere. You know, it's like I couldn't have told you who they played that game or what the records were, but you get a couple beers and some Cracker Jacks. And you got a weird mascot. You got to shaking <laughs> out the weird – whatever the particular uh, – There's always some weird architecture happening yeah, in the stadium exactly. that you could just stare at like while you're drinking, and all of a sudden you're just, like, mesmerized for 20 minutes. Right. It doesn't and, matter. You're on vacation. Yeah. I even went to – I was in Winnipeg. I started going to the whatever Winnipeg's uh, minor league team is. They have a really nice field and uh, you know, you sit and watch like some young bucks throw the ball around. It's whatever. Nice. That's, all you, that's all you need right yeah, now. That's right. Cool. What else are you going to do in Winnipeg? <laughs> um, sit in your hotel room, bring your Xbox with you. I, I, did, uh, I did a lot that's of that. about yeah. it. Drink. Yeah. I would assume is part of the deal. I did a lot of that too. Cool. <laughs> nice. So talk to us about the new season of True Blood that's coming up. Final. It is my understanding you have something to do with that. Final season, number seven. That's right. uh, just started this last week. Uh, was the first episode that aired. I, uh, I'm coming on in the fourth episode. They added a character named Keith who... Uh, He's basically a, a vampire who is enlisted by the healthy vampires, Bill and, and that whole As opposed clan. to the Hep V Exactly. Vampires. Right, the big disease going around. So yeah. we, have to, we have to fight those guys off and get them out of there to save everyone's life. And so they, they need as many healthy as they can find, and they find me. And, um, and then I create a, a love interest with Arlene, Carrie Preston's character. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, and then the, the rest will kind of unfold. Um, it, it's a great season. I watched the beginning of, of True Blood. Um, you know, my buddy Mikey was on the show and a couple mm -hmm. other friends. And, and then somehow in the middle, you kind of lose track a little bit. That usually happens with a lot of shows. Right. Lost, I did that with. And, but you always come back to the end, and you want to see how the series is going to end. It's so. usually right around season five, I've noticed, where if they don't necessarily have a clear end in sight, uh, Sopranos did it, yep. uh, Lost did it, just like you said. Uh, a lot of shows, they kind of spin their wheels for a little bit there, and then all of a sudden they find out their ending, hit traction, and go yep. straight to the end. Yeah, they find that ending arc and just like that. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. It, gets, yep. it gets great. So I think, you know, from what I've seen, all the scripts this year and uh, – it's going to be exciting. A lot happens, and, and then they, they do a really good job of tying it all up, too, so yeah. that I think everyone will be happy with the I'm, I'm excited because I, you know, I've watched every season, and 
what I what I like about this season so far, and there's only been one episode, is that it seems like they've kind of streamlined it. There was a lot of storylines the last couple of seasons. Yeah. This is more like I can, you know, actually understand what's going on. Yeah, it's going to become a lot more defined. I mean, even for me being a new character, it's hard because there are so many characters, there's so many storylines, and now they're trying to wrap up everything, you know, and, and they only have so much time. So, you know, I don't have a, a ton to, to do in it, but um, but they did a great job of giving me, you know, some some nice material with a great actress in Carrie. So yeah, you can never you know go wrong just there, to be a part of a big show like that's great. There's got to be some part of it too, where it's just like just when you're starting to figure it out and start to find your way, and like, oh, I know who this guy, and now the show's over. Oh, uh, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm going through right now. Yeah, we are, we're in the middle of filming the final the final episode. And I'm like, really, already? Like, I just finally got in a groove, and it's over. I wish, again, I'm just so happy to have gotten to be a part of the history of it. And now, where are you guys shooting everything? Uh, we shoot at the lot down there on... Uh, Form- oh, over on Formosa. Formosa and, oh, and nice. Santa Monica, yeah. It's you, ever hit, you ever hit that spot up, the Formosa Formosa bar? Cafe, yeah. yeah. And then across the street there, is Jones, which is owned by yeah. Bill Paxton, the actor. Okay. Oh, and okay. I, lo- I love that spot. Um, yeah, for me, it's literally 10 minutes from my house. Um, last year, I, I, everything I filmed was out of town. So I was seven months, I was gone. And, and there's something cool about being on the road, but then you miss home. Mm-hmm. So this year, I've gotten to be at home all year, and it's, it's been awesome. You know, to be nice. in L.A., you drive 10 minutes, you're out on the lot. Um, and no, nothing else shoots at that lot. So it's yeah. just all us, and it's real relaxed. And they have the best view in Hollywood uh, for the parking structure. It's literally a 360-degree view of the entire city, the Hollywood sign, the hills, oh, the geez. ocean. So every day I pull up to work, and I'm like, yeah, dude, this is the dream right here. Nice. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, and then, I, and, then <laughs> on, and then on the weekends, you know, I'm doing this uh, – this comedy called HOA with uh, with the star right here, Brent. Uh, I, w- wait, wait, I wish I was. Brent, you've never wait, mentioned you, this show no, once did, before. Did, hey, did what you is hear, this you're Ray, talking about? Did you about? hear that? The star. The star of the HOA. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm trying to move Brent. past that. I'm trying to move past that before your head fills the room. <laughs> He's already wearing He's... the HOA shirt. I didn't even get one I of am. Those. I'll get you one. No, but it was cool. Uh, I've been having a blast with that. That we sh- we've been shooting. We had almost all of our scenes together. Every too, one, right? Yeah, yeah, almost every one of my just scenes. Just like on True Blood. All of Riley and I scenes mostly naked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are wearing uh, a pretty short outfit. I do wear the least amount of clothes. Yeah, short, uh, short shorts. Yeah, no, I, I do wear I, some short, too short shorts. That thing that's been going around viral, which is like the bikini brief that only wraps around one leg. That is you modeling that in all those pictures, right? That's from the HOA. Uh, yeah, I I'm actually wearing a two-legged thing, but it's so big <laughs> that it looks like I'm only wearing one leg of it. My yeah. gracious! <laughs> uh, there was been a really good joke there if you said you're wearing a three-legged thing, but you just dang it! Come on, I thought you were. Funny. Dang it! Come on, Brent. Well, I you, thought you that's were what funny. You for thinking, right? There's that's our quote just... for the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Brent, I thought you were funny. <laughs> oh, if I could tell you how many times I'd heard that. Oh, <laughs> man. No, but we've, we've no. been having a good time oh, with Oh, man, it. it's been so yeah, fun. And then, you know, uh, as we mentioned, we're going to like comedy giants on that uh, show, yeah. right? Yeah, SNL, uh, you know, Horatio Sands and Sherry O'Terry and Paula Poundstone. Yep. And, yeah, the the cast is awesome. Harvest China. He's funny. Yeah. I've never done really comedy before, and so Sherry O'Terry called me up at the last minute and said, I have this role uh, to play this douchebag personal trainer, and I think you'd be great for it. And I, I said, I don't know if that's a compliment, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> um, and then she said, well, the producers asked if you were funny, and I said, no, not yet, but we'll make you funny. So I was off to a real big start with this show, but... Um, I, I had a blast, and I, I really think that people are going to dig it, and then hopefully we'll be able to make a lot more of them. That would be awesome. And then maybe I'll, someday I will be funny. I think you're funny already. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But <laughs> it, the show itself is really funny, and, uh, and I, yeah, I think everybody's going to dig it. 
I think so too. I think it's uh, you know, it's a sh- it's it's about something that everyone's gone through. Everyone's lived in that weird apartment complex where there's just a bunch of. I I owned a condo for eight years and did not realize what a HOA was until I bought the place, and I hated every minute of that because <laughs> the the HOA people are just ridiculous, man. Everybody has a different want or need, and, and the meetings that were just. Yeah, so when Sherry called me to tell me, I was like, I already know all about this. I'm in. This is nice. Yeah, so many characters in a in a homeowners association. And when and when Riley says he's playing a personal trainer, he's training mostly me. Yeah, only, just me. Only, only oh, me. So as you can tell, I'm not that good of a personal trainer. Yeah, she, she, oh, e, wow. Insert the, the excuse me, guys. I need to just step sound out, step out real quick. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it was fun though. I, I felt I had a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, I felt I felt like I was always you know giving you a hard time in it so uh, that you know. means that's what you're supposed to do so yeah. in, other, in other words you had a role where you got to just kind of give brent a hard time and ride him you have my dream role right now yeah. so yeah. i hear you saying yeah. all this the, oh, is yeah. this is all i've ever dreamed of in so life so many people would love to have that that, <laughs> that part in real life <laughs> and here i felt bad about it <laughs> oh no you're just, you're fulfilling a prophecy that's all you're doing right there. you're speaking for those of us everywhere who just want to give brent a hard time most of the world says thank you right in a thank non-podcast you. setting that's america you're welcome <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was oh fun. man, well, we're gonna have to have you back like real soon for sure, especially man. during football season. I know you're a big football fan. I am. My goodness, we'll have, we will have the Big Ten market cornered. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go on a limb right now before we even start with the the um, season. I think that out of the three of our teams, Iowa will probably be in third place. Um, out of the three of our teams, I don't have a fair lot, enough. I don't have a lot of faith in our team this year. But normally, when that happens, is when we surprise ourselves. So. Maybe it's reverse psychology, but uh, I think of Iowa. I think one of those teams that's always somewhere in that seven and five. You yeah. know, good, and then all of a sudden they kind of play the hard hitters and they get beat down a little bit. Yeah, they don't then have they... the athletes to compete at the top yeah. level. But um, then all of a sudden they have that one thing where they catch lightning in a bottle. You turn around, they're ten and two, mm-hmm. and suddenly they're in some sort of a, a big time bowl game, and it's just like way out of their league in the wh- Big Ten bowl. What game. happened? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think we play Michigan this year. Which I'm was that right? I, I haven't seen the schedule yet. I don't yet. think so um, because I remember looking at our schedule, thinking it's the easiest year we've ever had which is a good time to get it because we have we don't know what we have but um but we do always now play nebraska yeah and i think we have to play at iowa at michigan state <laughs> at wisconsin we're, nebraska's in trouble this year well I mean, brent i look forward to your uh, six and six uh pool on weed eater bowl bid that you guys I, will be putting in later how dare this you. Year. we will be seven and five or eight and <laughs> well, four thank year, you oh my bad this year Bo Pelini wins nine games every year didn't right. they get him fired? No. Uh, granted, sometimes it's nine and nine <laughs> somehow. <laughs> nine and nine. This year we finally start the uh, the, the the tournament, right? The the yes. little uh, fourteen. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. this finally suck at BCS a, exactly. And I've I've been adamant about that forever. I, I think this is just the start of what'll end up being like the uh, you know the NCAA tournament for basketball. They're probably not going to spend it to no. like sixty four no. teams or well, anything, or sixty eight or whatever it is. I think now. they'll get up to sixteen. What's interesting? Sixteen is a good number, I think. Yeah. What's interesting about college football to me, and maybe you guys can talk about this real quick. I think that. It's college football is a little bit like boxing. In other words, there's so many it's different corrupt. weird styles. Oh. Yeah, it is corrupt. <laughs> there's so many weird styles. In other words, you'll never see in the pros anyone running like a single wing or the option or something. So uh, there's a possibility. Like, how do you know that a team uh, like Nebraska or Iowa that runs a certain type? You guys usually run a pro style offense, but I'm just saying that. Like, how do you know a certain team couldn't come in there with just a weird offense and just take out Alabama with some? 
I mean, we remember Boise State, I assume. Yeah. When Boise State played Oklahoma. Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty, and then the hook and ladder just yeah. to get it to overtime. Yeah. I mean, insanity can happen as long as you got some talent there. And with the parody in college football that's going on, I mean, these these giant programs, the Alabamas, the uh, you know, the pay-for-play pay SEC teams, ugh, put that on the record. Uh, all these guys, there's only so many slots on these teams. And so what are you going to – if you're a great quarterback, are you going to be the third-best quarterback at Alabama? Or are you going to take a chance and go to a team like – in Iowa or Iowa State or Boise State or, or even at this point, you know, uh, Northwestern, Nebraska, I'll put you know, them all yeah. together. Michigan, I'll put us all on the list together. Do you, do you take your shot when you know you can get game time, knowing the pros don't care where you went necessarily? It's, can you play and can you see the field and take advantage of the time you see there? Yeah, no, I, I, definitely. I think we I do the same thing with uh, when you talk about agents and managers as an mm-hmm. actor where you want to go. I think everybody wants to be at the CAA, which is the, the Alabama. But does that always you know benefit you in, in the long run just so you can have that jersey on? I don't I don't think so. Does I the jersey get any good if you're not getting same, the getting the getting right. the sent out on stuff? You're not getting the roles, right. you know? Yeah. yeah. I had the exact same conversation with my manager today. He was like, "You don't want to be that really small fish in no. that huge pond. You want to be like a bigger fish in a smaller pond." Yeah. I, w- I want them to, you know. Yeah. You want that personal attention. Well, we've got nine weeks, and then we're going to start finding out who's made of what. Ooh. I cannot wait. It's going to go fast. You guys have a new quarterback this year? Uh, no. we. St- <laughs> I hope. No. I think we still have the same <laughs> one. Uh, he, he was a uh, sophomore. He was young, though, Ruddick, right? yeah. Okay. And uh, a Rudock. I don't That's sad when you've had a whole season with him as your starter, and you don't even know how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> Um, God, no. I would please ESPN put him on some highlights so I can see how his name's <laughs> pronounced. But yeah, I I think we'll still have a little controversy at quarterback. Uh, we're rebuilding. What can I say? <laughs> I have so. no idea what to expect on Nebraska. I know they have one one really good pass rusher, and other than that, I I don't know. I don't know about I don't, you guys. And a, and a good running back. I do know what to expect out of Michigan this year. It's what I expect out of Michigan every year. Greatness. Uh, oh, I just wanted to hear the groans. Do you guys wow. have a vomit button that you can press? It goes. I'll, uh, you know what? <laughs> I just found one and I just inserted it right there. <laughs> hey, I want to thank you guys for having me. Oh on. yeah, for sure. We're going to do this a lot. We will more. do this very, very soon. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Thank you, Riley Smith. On. Everybody, yeah, absolutely. Yay. So cool. We'll be right back to talk a little bit more without Riley Smith. So go ahead and tune out now if, you, if you're expecting more Riley on the program. <laughs> After three seconds of True Blood. When you came in, the air went out And every shadow filled up with doubt Wow. That was fun. Riley Smith, man. I think we could have a new show called Rylan Brent. And I could just see myself out. I think I made that joke actually during the interview. Rylan Brent? Are you trying to actually like... Just I don't steal think that's my what joke. You said. I and think then... you said something about raising Brent and right. No, like, you was... didn't do it eloquently like me. Well, thanks, Brent. Yeah, look forward to that. Sorry, I'm I'm in Zach Granky mode right now. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> just say whatever comes off. Uh... Wow, your beard looks really scruffy. Yeah, I haven't shaved it. in Guess a Guess you don't know how to groom yourself. <laughs> Not particularly well. <laughs> Where are you going with this? I was in Zach Granky mode. Oh my goodness gracious! So it's right, be ultra truthful. Ultra truthful is that a thing? Yes. Okay. So Riley Smith was a G, dude. I, you know, you said before we did the interview that he was an awesome guy and that we're really going to like him and he's going to be great mm-hmm. on the show. You were for once, you were 100% correct. I did not. I was 100% I, 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 I want to troll you. I can't because he was that good. Yeah. Now, we didn't really mention a lot on this show, just uh, for one little quick hit before we, we wrap it up, but um, USA versus Germany is happening Thursday morning, 9 a.m. here Pacific time. Noon 
Eastern time. U.S., we don't have to do anything. We can lose and still move on. It's going to be tough, though. Yeah, we really need Ghana and Portugal to tie. Mm -hmm. If they tie, if they get a draw, then we're we're good. We're good. We're golden. However, oh, goodness gracious. Well, if we want anyone to win that game, we want... Portugal to Portugal win, that win that game. Yeah, Portugal wins that game and we lose. We still have a chance unless they completely blow the doors off of them or Germany blows the doors off of us. And basically, like, I don't see Ghana getting blown out. I don't see Ghana getting – Ghana's real good. Ghana's mm-hmm. probably better than us, to be fair. We no, beat them. No. I think Ghana's a better team than us. I'll... I think we beat them, so clearly we're better. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough, I guess. Um, now, do you think uh, – just ask this question real quick. Do you think USA can hang with Germany? Yes. Ghana did. No, Ghana played them to draw, and Ghana probably should have won the game. Probably, yeah. Do you think we can at least get a draw? I I don't think we're going to beat them. Do you think we have any chance to beat beat them? them? Why not? Like 2% chance, maybe. I would say more like... 100% chance. No, like... Brent predicts right now Germany loses to the United States and gets knocked out of the World Cup, ladies and gentlemen. If I had to predict, I would say it's probably like 35% Germany wins. Okay, that's way low compared to a lot of other people. uh, 40% 40% chance we tie, and 25% chance we win. I say it's more like, I'll be generous, 2% chance we win. Mm-hmm. I'd say a good 40% chance we tie, and then 58% chance Germany beats us, hopefully only by one goal. Yeah. I am really thinking Germany's going to come out and just just slap the walls with us. But like, why? What's because the point? Jürgen Klinsmann rubbed a lot of people in Germany the wrong way, and they would love to knock him out okay, of the Okay, big picture, though. Big picture. And, you know, some of this will be a moot point, Ray, because we play the game the day after the other game. So we'll, we, both teams already know what they need to do. So, I would love to see a little collusion. Do not get me wrong. I'd like to see U.S. and Germany just kick the ball around that circle in the middle of the mm-hmm. field for 90 minutes, throw the double middle fingers at everybody in the crowd, yep. and then walk off hand in hand singing, uh, uh, Oh, Tannenbaum, oh, Tannenbaum. Mm-hmm. You are a Christmas tree. Yeah. I mean... That'd be great. We need to survive in advance, right? So whatever gets us into that knockout round... Whatever it takes. Although, I think USA is very motivated to win, because then we could win... We would win the... uh, Win the group stage. And then not have to play... But we could have done that if we just would have beaten freaking stupid Portugal. Not necessarily. Bunch of jerks. No, but... we just need a draw against Germany, and we get it then. Yeah, true. Just saying. What but like you said, been? there's a, you, in your opinion, there's a 58 percent chance that they just beat us outright. So I think so. I think so. so I, I ultimately, like to it was ne- going to come down to this game anyway. You know, I, mean, I like to keep it positive. I don't like to be a negative Nancy, but that's how it feels to me. Yeah. So, there, so there's a hopeful thing. Uh, you know, go ahead and go on the Raisin Brent uh, Facebook page. We're going to do contact information anyway. Yep. Uh, Facebook.com/slash Ray Brent Podcast. Like the show and uh, tell us what you think is going to happen. Uh, pr- correct prediction gets a shout out on our show next week. Yeah. Why not? Sounds fair mm-hmm. to me. So, uh, in any case, uh, that's the show. Yeah. Hey, we did it. We got through it. Hooray. And I didn't embarrass myself in front of Riley. Yeah. Well, you did, but... What did I do? I thought he was very gracious. Just... Was it the part when I tried to, like, hump his leg? Didn't see the air. I had to cut that out. That was the least of your worries. Oh, crap. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, in any case, I think it's best to just get off the air then. So, um, first off, we'd like to talk about the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a five-star glowing review when we will say what you, what you uh, want us to say on the air. You could pimp us out if you give us a five-star review with any verbiage that we will say. And uh, if you're somebody listening to the show for the first time and you're still with us, hey, thanks. Um, we will say it in front of Riley Smith. How about that? Yeah. Can, can we go ahead and just put that out there? Sure. We will find a way to do it. So uh, go ahead and give us a five-star review. I'm not beyond bribery. 
to get five-star reviews for the show and subscriptions on iTunes. Also, you can check us out on Stitcher Radio. The Stitcher app for your phone is fantastic, where it's just a great web-based app. Listen to the show live while you're at work. Put it in a separate tab. Slide in those headphones and pretend to be working. Yes. That's what we like to see right there. Uh, you can, of course, as I just said, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast, as well as emailing us, Podcast or... Yeah, raybrandpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And um, that's basically all I got right there. We got some thank yous to do for the show. What about Twitter? Oh, yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. Thank you, Brent. I'm a little... Listen, Riley was so dreamy that I just... Uh, he is dreamy. I got right? a little, little hey, you stars know in my eyes. Maybe it's like uh, you know Gordon Ramsay's kitchen nightmare is shutting down, so maybe he's not our man crush anymore, and maybe it's now it's Riley. It was Gordon Ramsay for a yeah. very long time. But and now man. it's Riley Smith. That's absolutely right. We should have a new man crush that's a vampire. I think that's for sure. You know what? Done. Yeah, you didn't have. That's that's all the cell job I needed, Brent. <laughs> so hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. Or you can tweet the show at Ray Brent Podcast. Now I'd like to thank a few people. Uh, we'd like to thank, of course, Jeremy Buck and the Bang for the intro. The song. train wrecks for the train, outro. Train wrecks for you're gonna have to drag me out. Hey, guess who I had lunch with today, Ray? Mr. Jordan Monsell. JordanMonsell.com. We're going to have him on the show very soon. Yes, we're gonna we will. We're going to have like, some fun art uh, conversations and nerdy well, stuff. For those who don't know, he made the logo for the show with me and Brendan Steampunk uh, silhouette yelling at each other. That's right. It's pretty fantastic right there. we got to thank David Knoll, the intrepid producer of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, cool. Yep. Thank the Comedy Podcast Network for putting up with us. Yeah. Got to love that. Absolutely. And uh, Brent, anybody you want to thank? Nope. Then let's just, just myself forgetting Riley Smith on the show. Hey, you know what? And for that, I want to thank you, Brent. You're welcome. Let's get the bleep out of Dodge. Yep. Later, it's... everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. what you wanted